Jones online this Sunday afternoon. Mr. Packy, how are you going? Busy week? I'm busy very, week? Oh, we're in for a busy fortnight, I think. It's the last two weeks of Parliament uh, that'll be sitting, and then who knows if we even come back uh, next year. So we're in for, uh, I think, a pretty busy time. I was amazed last week. Everywhere you turned a TV on, listened to the radio, there was Scott Morrison at another announcement. The Prime Minister absolutely in early campaign mode, and maybe, mm. Michael, testing a few lines for the more serious campaign we're going to see next year. Yeah, look, I think he was. Uh, you had both both leaders out and about uh, last week and they were mainly out in Western Sydney and I think that some of that campaigning is going to continue over the next two weeks. It can't go too far out of Canberra, but you can see there'll probably be a bit of campaigning uh, around that Eden Monero uh, type area right. uh, when, whenever they can get out of uh, Parliament House because that just is on the border between New South Wales and the ACT. But you're right, uh, Scott Morrison was starting to test out a few lines, mm. talking about people wanting their freedoms back and wanting, you know, governments to get out of their lives and all that sort of thing. So I think that uh, what uh, Scott Morrison was trying to channel was probably some of these protests that have been going on uh, over the last couple of uh, weekends across the eastern seaboard, especially in uh, the Victoria, while there have been some fringe elements in these protests of people not wanting vaccine mandates or uh, people angry with uh, the Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews over the pandemic laws that he wants to introduce. Like, there are fringe elements. There's no doubt about that. And, you know, the Prime Minister has denounced those fringe elements. But when you think of the thousands of people that have really come out to protest, whether it be in Sydney, Brisbane or Victoria and even in Western Australia, amongst those, there are some peaceful protests as well that are probably a bit concerned about where things are going and obviously Scott Morrison is trying to channel some of that. What do you think he's going to make of it? I mean, you and I always talk about the pub test. Uh, Mm. Interesting results from the News Corp survey and I suppose talking to real people about what really matters to them. Yeah, look, uh, there's uh, an interesting survey in all of the News Corp tabloids uh, today, and the sample size is 4,000. So they spoke to a fair few people. And interestingly, what I thought is that issues like health and aged care rank the highest. Now, normally with a lot of people, it's about the economy Economy. and jobs and those sorts of things. But in this survey of 4,000 people, and as I say, I think that's a reasonably large sample, they, they, they are talking about health and aged care. And I reckon that issues like health and aged care are are up there because of COVID-19 and what's yeah. happened over the past two years where the health uh, where health has been you know front and center and we've seen you know hospitals you know overwhelmed at times in trying to help people that have got COVID um, and also trying to deal with other illnesses and also we've seen the problems that COVID has brought in our aged care facilities especially last year we saw that and I do think that that's highlighted that there needs to be maybe some more money or policy changes in this area but it does come down to the workforce and I'm hearing stories anecdotally admittedly uh, that even within the hospital system people are burnt out nurses doctors are burnt out and they're leaving the hospital systems so how do states and territories and the federal government address that sort of issue? Interesting you say that of course coalition in years gone by and and yes. right now would be rated I think more you know broadly as the better economic managers yes. labor in front in terms of social policy yep. uh, you know in terms of looking at you know looking after the welfare of workers yep. and so on uh, is that I mean you've just looked at the economic management side of things mm. labor's going to have to get some traction is it not in terms of offering policies I mean in, in wages for example flatline yep. wages forever inflation's beginning to pick up yep the party that comes forward and says, okay, I can grow wages, increase productivity, blah, 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 that's going to have some traction, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is, but they're going to have to say how you're going to grow wages. Now, what, what we've seen in a couple of surveys that have been released uh, in the last couple of weeks is that wages have shown signs of growing. But I think what we need to keep in mind is that wages are only growing because there's not many migrants coming into Australia because the migration rate is pretty much halted mm. as a result of COVID-19. And a lot of the migrants that we did have in Australia that were on temporary visas, that maybe they were studying here or whatever, they've all been forced to go back home. So will those people actually even come back? Right. So one of the reasons that you do have slightly higher wages in certain industries is because there just isn't enough staff. And one thing that you hear, especially in the hospitality industry, is no one can find any staff. No and kidding. I think that and and that I think does um, uh, that can also have an adverse effect on the economy. But you're absolutely right, Murray. Um, the bottom line is that generally the coalition is seen as the better economic manager and mm-hmm. also better on security. And this survey did highlight that people have concerns about China. But Labor is always seen as a stronger uh, when it comes to issues like health, education, mm-hmm. and aged care. And that's why I think that this election is going to be very interesting, even if you look at this poll or this survey as an example. Looking back 2019, Scott Morrison, and credit to him, he won the election on his own. It was a one-man band. Yep. Is he yep, going to do the same much. thing again? Well, will it be miracle number two? Remember, he called it a miracle he himself. Did. Right, you, um, you know, will it be miracle number two? I don't know. I think it's going to be really tight. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a hung parliament. It's a big really? ask. Yeah. Wow, okay. But well, the reason I say that, and I've said that this a few times, the, the feeling that I'm getting out there is that while the coalition may win a couple of extra seats in New South Wales and maybe one in Victoria, they're going to lose seats, I think, in Western Australia, potentially one in Queensland, one in South Australia, one in Tasmania. For any gains that they make, maybe in New South Wales and maybe in Victoria, maybe, um, you know, you're going to offset that with losses elsewhere. So I do think that it's going to be tough for the coalition going into this election. But also with um, the Labor Party, one thing that I'm starting to hear now, and I'm hearing it a lot more often than I was, is that people aren't still convinced about Anthony Albanese taking over. man, can I just say to you, I used to like Albo, I've got to tell Mm. you, before he got into that position. If I see him, A lot of people say that as well. If I see him, hear him, watch him, I Mm. just go... Just shut up. Just be Well, quiet. it's interesting that you say that because oh. I'm hearing that as well. So what I think is going to happen is that Labor's probably not going to win enough seats no. to govern in their own right, but also the coalition may not have enough seats to govern it in its own right. Remember, the coalition needs to hold on to every seat it currently has, sure. plus win a few more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't yeah. know that it's going to win those few more. And I do think... <sighs> that potentially, potentially, the independents could be playing a bit more of a bigger role in this coming election than we'd like to think. We could be going back to 2010, which is the last time we had uh, a hung parliament and we saw, you know, Julia Gillard essentially having to do a deal with uh, Rob Oakeshott and Tony Windsor to be able to govern. Oh, boy, we don't want to go back to that. Mr Packy, thanks so much for running your eye across. We'll have a, 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 a very busy week for you down in Canberra. Yeah. We'll have a yarn next week, buddy. Nice speak to speak then. to you, Mike. Well, thank you.